Hi, this is Tanya Yeremkiv, and this is a collection of my audio blogs. I'm here to inspire and empower you to get transformation in every area of your life. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the best way to plan for the new year, and I'm also going to share seven things you should do and could do in December. There's a quote by Georgina Bloomberg, which I've shared before, and it says, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I think if you want to change something, change it today and don't wait until the new year. When it comes to resolutions, we don't have to wait until the new year actually comes around. We can actually make resolutions and improve our lives year round, but that's not always the case because resolutions are tied to a trend, which happens to be on New Year's. 80% of people break their resolutions by the first week of February, and only 8 to 10% successfully achieve them. Most people like the idea of making resolutions, but they don't actually do anything about them. As we approach the end of the year, we get busier with holiday parties, shopping, and traditions. Next thing we know, we're past January 1st without a plan for the new year. We have ideas and dreams, but no actionable plans. Most people take it to the extreme and force themselves to achieve their new year's resolutions right off the bat. But over time, in a short time, this leads to resentment and discouragement. They no longer have the inspiration and desire to make changes in their lives and go back to their old ways and their old habits. Therefore, it's important to plan now. There are things we can and should do in December to set us up for ultimate success when we flip the calendar to January. Not only will these help us set resolutions, but also achieve them. These tips and mindset shifts will help us actualize our dreams and let our desired lifestyles become a reality. No matter what our goals and resolutions are, and no matter what time of year it is, it's important to take the right approach and have the right perspective in place. Because we're so close to the new year, Here are seven things you can and should do in December. Number one, look at the new year objectively, then plan. To plan for a successful new year, look at the hard facts first. What are some major events that you already know about? How old are you now and how old will you turn? Are there scheduled vacations or business trips or other events? Which holidays do you celebrate with your family? What traditions are unavoidable for you? And etc. Then plan, but only with this information for now. Look at the calendar and write down these hard dates. These hard facts will help you plan for the things you want to accomplish without feeling guilty for having to choose one over the other later. By looking at the new year objectively, you look ahead in a way that is not influenced by personal feelings or opinions. These hard facts are not dependent on your resolutions or goals that you want to achieve, but rather act as the groundwork so that you can plan accordingly for the entire year. And this part isn't actually in my blog post, but I want to share that this is something I do on a regular basis. When you look at the new year or a period of time, say a month or a quarter, it's so much easier to start out looking at it objectively and then making the plans. You create, you list out all the groundwork and then you go from there. Number two, challenge your perspective and mindset. And I'd like to add consistently. After looking at the new year objectively, ask yourself if you need to change your perspective and mindset so that you can achieve your goals and resolutions. There's a reason you want to set goals in the first place. You want to change something about your life. Otherwise, you wouldn't be setting these goals and resolutions. But for your life to change in the physical sense, you must challenge your perspective and mindset. There's a fantastic quote by Lao Tzu where he said, watch your thoughts, they become your words. Watch your words, they become your actions. Watch your actions, they become your habits. Watch 
Watch your habits. They become your character. Watch your character. It becomes your destiny. It all begins in our thoughts. We must ask ourselves why we want to set certain goals and resolutions. Why do we want to make these changes in our lives in the first place? If you want to be more healthy and fit, ask yourself why. If you feel you need to budget better or make more money, ask yourself why. By asking yourself why, you challenge your perspective and mindset to think bigger, to think further. You get clarity about your resolutions and goals and stir up motivation for yourself. Motivation doesn't just come, you have to stir it up. As you challenge your perspective and mindset, write your answers down to look back on them when you need a reminder. This will stir up your motivation yet again. Number three, practice commitment to small resolutions now, like today. Resolutions are firm decisions to do or not do something with the quality of staying determined in those decisions. It's a firm decision. There are resolutions you can make right now to get you into the habit of staying determined. There are things you can do right now that will help you practice commitment. By practicing commitment to small goals, you set yourself up to achieve bigger goals. For example, if you haven't been working out but you want to when the new year comes around, commit to daily walks to help you get in the exercising habit right now. If you want to learn a specific skill or hobby, watch one or two YouTube videos about that hobby or skill once per week. Set small attainable goals to get into the habit of being committed to your goals and resolutions. Then by the time the new year comes around, the resolutions that you will set are going to be bigger and better for your life overall. Number four, create a system that works for you. Systems protect you from you. If you have a system in place, you'll be able to make choices more objectively. Going back to point one, think about it. If you took away emotions out of every decision, things would not be that hard. Your goals, your resolutions would not be that hard to achieve. Creating a system goes hand in hand with the previous point, point number three, and along with practicing commitment to small daily goals, a system is a set of principles or actions to which something is done. It's a framework that helps you get back in the groove when you fail at something. No matter what happens during the day, a system in place can be as simple as writing daily evening reflections or having a catchphrase that gets you out of your head and reminds you of your whys. Fly up to bird's eye view and follow your system. That way, when the new year comes, you already have a system in place that protects you from going back to where you were three months ago, six months ago, a year ago, etc. Create that system and follow through. Number five, schedule time this month as soon as possible to create a master list. Set aside one day this month to spend a few hours writing out all that you want to achieve in the new year. This will be your master list. You can't, actually, you shouldn't do this if you didn't do point number one. So after you create your master list, pick only one to three things that you can commit to accomplishing in the next month, within the next month. Once you accomplish these one to three things, you can select the next one to three things for your next month. If you achieve the one or three, however many you decide before the month is up, select the next set of goals for the rest of the month and let this be part of your system, part of your flow. The objective of this point, number five, is to schedule time to create a master list of your resolutions for the new year. Number six, don't be hard on yourself. You're acting on your life to make changes that will set you up for success. You are doing what you need to do to make your life the best. You're doing what most people don't want to do. It's hard because it's new and it's challenging because it's unfamiliar. You're embarking on a journey to get stronger. So don't get hard on yourself when something doesn't work out. Don't put yourself down when you don't achieve a daily goal. 
keep going and celebrate the fact that you're on the winning side already. Think of this point like hiking. When you get to a trailhead, you're excited and you're ready to hike. Somewhere along the way, it gets hard and you express that. But you don't beat yourself up for being tired or sweating or feeling pain in your legs. You just keep going. Once you get to the top or the end of your destination, you get the benefit of the view and you're proud of yourself for pushing through and making it. You're proud of yourself that you even went. The reason you're even thinking about change or growth is a huge victory in itself. So don't get hard on yourself as you prepare for the new year, as you schedule a time to create a master list, as you look at the new year objectively, as you make these plans left and right. Don't get so hard on yourself as you prepare for the new year and not to be cliche, but also the new you. And number seven, pretend yourself forward. Here's a little secret. We're all pretending. Imagine your ideal self and pretend you're them. Not because you're inauthentic or untrue to your current self, but because that's where you want to be and the person you want to become. It feels like you're pretending because it's currently not natural for you. You're still practicing. You're still imitating. You're working your way towards your ideal self. You're becoming. Repetitive behavior turns into habits and habits shape our lives. Therefore, pretend yourself forward. When we start making changes in our lives by working on new habits, setting new goals, trying new things, it will be tempting to compare ourselves to others. At its core and definition, comparison is not bad. And I share that in a previous episode as well. It's part of our human cognition and can be beneficial for our personal development if we use it right. When we compare ourselves, we get information about what and where we want to be if that's what we focus on. We won't feel like we belong at first and we will experience a quote-unquote imposter syndrome because this new lifestyle isn't natural to us yet. When this happens, again, it's important to pretend yourself forward. Pretend you're committed. Pretend you're generous. Pretend you're fit. Pretend you love going to the gym. Pretend you've got it figured out. Pretend because you've got nothing to lose. Stay tuned for another episode about this particular concept. As a conclusion, this is the best way to plan for your new year without getting jumbled up and scrambling around and following the trends. Make it your mission this month to set yourself up for success so that when the new year comes around, you've already laid out the groundwork with your calendar and your mindset. You're actively practicing commitment. You have a system in place with a master list of resolutions and you're taking one step, one day at a time. And finally, resolutions can be made at any time. So if you're gonna read this mid-year or if you're listening to this mid-year, implement the same steps and make those changes now. I also wanna share another quote by Lao Tzu. He said, be careful careful what you water your dreams with. Water them with worry and fear and you will produce weeds that choke the life from your dream. Water them with optimism and solutions and you will cultivate success. Always be on the lookout for ways to turn a problem into an opportunity for success. Always be on the lookout for ways to nurture your dream. Thanks for listening. I hope you found this audio blog inspiring and I'll see you next time.